Welcome to the No Sell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we'll be talking about what we thought of Hell in the Cell and any other wrestling business. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hello. The ch- ch- chosen one, Mike Poole. Go a little old school for this one. What's that? <laughs> uh, where's that from again? <laughs> God damn it, Joe. <laughs> so, boys, uh, Hell in a Cell just happened, and yep. it was something, but I believe it was last week. Was it last week? Yeah, it was last week. Okay. NXT TakeOver In Your House, Volume 2. We missed a week, so yeah, let's... Uh, let's talk about it. If we must. Yeah, The uh, here we go. So uh, I watched the whole thing, including the kickoff. Uh, Todd Pettigo, by the way, fucking awesome on this. And Doc Hendricks doing the voiceover live in the arena behind the door of the house oh. was fucking... It gave me all the nostalgia. Todd had, like, Did the, they call him Doc Hendricks? Yes. Oh, it's so good. Todd had the, like, he even did the, sleazy, like, <laughs> the sleazy, like, goatee, like, the like, soul patch underneath the lip. They also brought back karate uh, warriors. Kar- he had karate fighters, and he ended up uh, facing uh, uh, um, Loomis, Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis. And he's like, so how's the women? Tr- l- how's the love you? life? And the guy just freezes, like, the serial killer's like, no, you won, you won, that's cool. Yeah, Todd Pettengill is a national treasure. <laughs> More on that later. Uh, kickoff match. Saray and Zoe Stark defeated Aaliyah and Jesse Kamea. One and three quarter stars. Aaliyah has been in developmental for seven years. No joke. It's a Zen's favorite wrestler. I think that's Zen's favorite wrestler. No, she still, oh. she still stinks. She God, called, God, is that you? <laughs> Jesse isn't any better. This match exemplified those sad facts. Saray and Stark are really good. Only marginally good in this match when you factor in the Aaliyah drag principle. Zen's favorite wrestler, Aaliyah. Yep. Zen's favorite wrestler, Aaliyah. Yep, 100%. We open up the show proper. Oh, she's still out of the booth. With a good old fashioned. Gonna die? Oh, well, that's been a good run. <laughs> Capital Wrestling Center, uh, six man clusterfuck. As the North American title and tag team titles were on the line in a winner take all six man tag team match. With the North American champion Bronson Reed and the tag champs MSK defeating Legato del Fantasma. This is three and a half. It was really good. This was your typical NXT six man balls to the wall match, but this time with belts. I like that idea. All six looked good and the champs kept their gold. Nothing wrong. Yeah. This was a good match. <clears throat> Here's where we fall off a cliff. Xia <laughs> Lee defeated Mercedes Martinez. I was generous and gave it two stars. So the theory out of nowhere is that losing to Martinez four years ago in her first ever match has driven Xia uh, Lee insane, and she now hangs out with Lopan. I mean, uh, Tian Shaw? Tian Shaw. Yeah. Anyway, Xia uh, Lee wins, and then the 100-year-old dead woman chucked Martinez across the uh, Yeet. CWC by her throat. So Yeet. I'm going to get myself yeah. the big trouble in a little China tank top. You should. I need to. How so, do you not already have that? I don't know. Zen, why don't I have this? Thank you, producer. You know what? She's buying Aaliyah shirts. Yeah, all my money goes to Aaliyah shirts. Ladder match for the NX, for the million dollar title. L. A. Knight defeated Cameron Grimes to win the title. To the moon. To the moon. Wait, wait. Who wait, won? Uh, L. A. Knight. Yeah, Damn not it. not Cameron Grimes. So we went three and a quarter. Uh, I said we now have the 2017 Impact Wrestling offer match. Fighting for the awesomely prestigious million dollar belt. They had an old school ladder match, meaning any dangerous bump was done by Grimes. <laughs> because Knight ain't no dummy. Yeah. He also wins the belt for what that's worth. Uh nothing on top? Yeah. No. Yeah. Some people I, I heard I some love people, people point out like shit Ted Dibiosi like invested better. Should he have more than a million dollars at this point? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, because the idea was for Grimes to be like the billion dollar man. Because of all the stonks. Well, that's not done yet. Okay. The storyline. Yeah. NXT women's title match. Raquel Gonzalez defeats Ember Moon to keep her belt. Two and a half. This was the very definition of middle of the road. So far, they've really cooled off Gonzalez since she won the title. Mm-hmm. Can't they just turn Kai already? Yeah. Let's get this going. This ain't working. We were... We want Sean Diesel for the women's. In attendance yep. for her debut. Yep. And... Not great, Bob. 
NXT title. Fatal Five Way. Of course, everybody. That's right, baby. Karrion Cross, the champion, defeated Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Pete Dunne, and Johnny Gargano. Three and a half stars. Ah, oh, yes, my favorite match type. This never really got going for me. All five of these guys need to be moved from yellow raw to either red or blue raw. Cross chucks, checks out O'Reilly, who uh, Cross chokes out O'Reilly, who woke up in the cruiserweight division. Yikes. Hmm. So, final verdict. Takeovers used to be the surest bet in wrestling. The best part of this show was Todd Pettengill, who off the street and having not watched a minute of this shit since 97, was streets ahead of everybody else they've used since then. Damn. That is... Uh, I saw... Rough, I, s- I, wa- I was, was the he was full-time with them? 97. It was 97? I watched Jesus. from... Because of the shoot, I was from Gonzalez on. Of course, it doesn't help that Peacock, this almighty Ugh, app, God. doesn't let you start a sh- uh, fucking show in the middle of it. Or, uh, you know, you can't start it over at the beginning. You have to wait till the fucking thing is over. Because apparently this is like 2011 streaming. Fuck. So dumb. So it's what weird. because man? So it's weird because... Uh, so you have Bronson Reed and Cross defending their titles on the pay-per-view. Successfully. Successfully. And now, on this upcoming main event, they're done with Ali Ricochet, best of 200, and Bronson Reed, your North American champion, and your NXT heavyweight champion are on main event. Yeah, winning squashes. Cool. But because, why? Because they... Um, well, the honest answer I know, I know. is... They brought them up last week for dark matches at SmackDown, and for the first time, Pritchard and McMahon got their eyes on Karrion Cross and had a simultaneous orgasm, and the plan is to push him to the main roster real fucking quick. And they were impressed with Bronson Reed, too. And so now they, they, don't, they don't give a fuck that they're holding the two major belts in NXT. It means nothing it, to them. It, it's all over again, you know? Like, yep. uh, well, they got three up. weeks, so... I don't know. They don't think NXT counts, but like I alluded to in my my uh, recap, they're all the same to me. Now it's really just yellow raw, blue raw, and red raw. That's all there is. Yep. Um. But yeah, and then uh, they're going to give uh, what's her name? Uh, comes out with cross Scarlet Scarlet a tryout match. All she needs to be. Is the valet. valet. She should come with the package. It's not fucking Rocket. I hate this company. Every every time I turn the TV on on Raw and I watch Raw or just see anything that they do on the network, on the I just die inside more and more now. It's depressing, isn't it? It really is. Speaking of that, Hell in a Cell happened Sunday, guys. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You got anything else? Segway. Segway. There it is. Segway to a segway. Uh, And this awesome kickoff match. Natalia defeated Mandy Rose. Star and a half. Well, that's nice of you. Why? I'm like, why? So here's how this feud is going, okay? Uh, I'll recap here. Last Monday. Photo still. Close. Mandy and Darn, Dana Brooke, were taking photos in the back, and then uh, Tamina and Natty were. Uh, Working out, training in the ring, and they're like, "Hey, can you please stop?" I saw this, and then they did it again on Monday, but roll reverse. Natty and Tamina are getting their photos taken. So Natalia is all like, "The only reason you guys are here is because you're blonde and busty," and then they're like, "Well, the only reason you two are here is because of your last name," and then like, two both. Oh, you want to go? True facts, by yeah. the way. But as I put it here, why? Anyways, captain of Team Second Generation Contract defeated the captain of Team Blonde and Busty. This was bad, but acceptable by Natty standards. Remember? I'm old enough to remember. But she was good. When Natty was the cream of the crop of the women's division. The absolute best one. And she was still farting. So, you know. Got that going for us, guys. Which is nice. The, The main card starts proper. With a SmackDown women's title Hell in a Cell match, 
as Bianca Belair defeated Bailey to keep her title. Three and a half stars. This was the best match of the night for me. Not even close. It's crazy that Bianca beat Brock Lesnar. It's nuts. Right. They are rushing through. Here's my complaint, though. They are rushing through everything with Belair so quickly. Rumble win, title win, hell in a cell. That by this time next year, she'll be an afterthought. Too busy padding Charlotte's numbers. Bailey is the MVP of the COVID era of WWE. Don't at me. She is. Far and away. Not Drew? She is. Not Drew? Nope. It is absolutely Bailey. She's yeah. been ridiculous. She's a better ass than with it. Yeah. She deserves so much more, like working Wednesday nights. The final stretch was outstanding, though. <laughs> a little piss that company. Damn. <laughs> she wants to be left off a T-shirt from a famous group. <laughs> The four, the four horsemen, but there's only three of them on it. <laughs> you saw that, right? They photoshopped the D- Bianca Belair in. DX is the doing DX a shirt. DX 25 anniversary or some anniversary, and it's everybody but one Billy Gunn. Maybe it should. Okay, so. Dude. Jesus. Speaking of that, I was going to say, why don't they just put the big show in his place, but then. Yeah, they're terrible. Uh, I was listening to the Cornette podcast, and he was. He reviewing the Lost Treasures Andre the Giant episode. Mm, yeah. And he started it off, and I didn't understand what, what he meant. Lost Treasures from Andre? His uh, boot? Like a pair of boots? A pair of boots. His um, passport? Passport. Stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, he's like, so uh, let's, let's start talking about this next show where Stephanie McMahon uh, had the AEW color commentating team go out and find Andre the Giant Treasures because it was, yes, Mark Henry and the Big Show were in charge of this episode of finding uh, Andre stuff. He's like, they really planned well ahead, didn't they? Boy. Oh, boy. Match number two on the card. Um, Enzo Rollins. The uh, Friday Night Delight, whatever he is. Yeah. Anyway. That drip. He defeated Cesaro. And I went... Uh, Where'd you go? Three stars. Three and a half stars. What was better? Mania, this one. Mania. I'm like, well, Cesaro's push looks to be over. This is when I got home from the shoot after this match. Did Cesaro do the, uh, no? No. No, this was the very definition of a TV match. Okay. It was good. But Rollins feels tired, man, like he needs time off. Oh, wait, he just was gone for like three months. That's not good. Um, Do you remember when Rollins showed up at the NXT and the crowd lost it when, uh, uh, when he was challenging Triple H for, the, for Mania? Yep. Yep. These two had a damn fine good match because, well, how could they not? But it's the same old, same old. And you can just tell by the way this match was booked. Any hope for a Cesaro push is down the drain. Gone. He's, it's like the NSYNC song. Yeah. Gone. Okay. Hey, having fun there? <sighs> Alexa Bliss oh, defeated Shayna Baszler. Dud. I've lost her. Now she's just somebody that I used to know. Are you, are you waving the hand? You're goatieing it? Yeah, I'm goatieing it. Waving she's the hand to somebody Alexa? I used to know. Damn. This Damn. amateur playhouse bullshit is sucking my will to live. Damn. I'd rather, I'd rather manscape with a rusty pickaxe than watch this shit. I need she, all of that in a t-shirt, by the way. That, what's that first line you said? What's the first the first part of that? Uh, it's uh, this amateur playhouse bullshit is sucking my will to live. That's so good. Holy fuck, <laughs> that is such a good line. Oh <sighs> my god. Uh, she fucking hypnotizes. took control. She hypnotizes Nia Jax and then has her lift up her arm and slap whoever the fuck was right next Reginald. to her. Reginald. God damn it. I was like, this is terrible. Jesus. <sighs> And that kills me. She's just somebody that I used to know. This is... You know what's weird about Alexa? Right. It's the second time in a row. Not in a row, but second time, like, probably I can think of. Well, they had somebody who was a good wrestler. I won't, you know, great, but good. No, she's good. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put her at the top. But great on the mic. Mm-hmm. Really good presence. Could do a lot outside of the ring. Character that... And worked magnificently. Fucked it up. <laughs> Much this. like old uh, AJ Lee. You ever notice anything that touches Bray Wyatt turns to absolute shit? 
What the fuck, man? God damn. Sami Zayn, however, defeated Kevin Owens. Three and a half. Notice the um, trend here. My, my favorite thing was, I think it was Cole Not or old. Cole and McAvee go like, it was Cole. And it's just like, uh, uh, this rivalry is now picking up. And I'm like, this is like the 20th straight year they've been wrestling. He, has, he has no clue that they ever feuded in NXT, let alone anywhere else. I, I was like, their the, the rivalry is now just picking hey, up. sir, Steam Packs. I'll tell you what, McAfee knows about the feud. There's no chance in hell Cole yeah. knows about the feud. Yeah. Is, is he the best commentator McAfee is good. McAfee? Yes. I'm... I hesitate to say that though, because Graves started out hot too, until they beat. It's it weird. The- it's weird if you watch McAfee, though, like, he Graves, stands. But Graves had no alternative. McAfee was like, well, "I'm out, bitch." That's yeah. true. I don't give a fuck. I'll do what you, I want, bitch. Do you remember way back in 2008, Matt Stryker was a fantastic he was. Yeah. too. And he was like, "I'll just leave, bitch." And then they beat it. Into uh, they you. um, yeah, like it's weird because if you watch McAfee, he's like he gets so excited because he starts standing during the match. So like as he's. Cu- Commentating, he's standing and watching. You know who he reminds me of? Nigel McGuinness. Mm. When Nigel was in Ring of Honor, if he got really into it, he'd be standing at ringside yeah. just yelling into it. Hell yeah. And uh, who? Nigel McGuinness is still there, still commentates NXT UK, if anybody <laughs> was wondering about that. <laughs> oh, that was who? Uh, some British guy. Now they, fi- they finally quit using Vic Phillips G- or Vic oh, Joseph. Yeah. It's some British dude. It's uh, Sami Zayn defeated Kevin Owens, three and a half. It's the feud that will never end. But I'm okay with that. They just go together like peanut butter and jelly, pork and beans, Devin and chlamydia. This was solid. Screw and, you, Mr. Gravy. And Owen looks to be getting some time off. Uh, good for him. Let him ref- refresh And a then bit. he somehow lets the contract lapse and walks onto GCW TV to, oh, fight, Kevin to Steen fight Nick yeah. Gage. Are you fucking kidding me? The promos alone. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> The promos make alone it, make me so. They never fought, did they? I don't think make so. Make it so, Captain. Kevin Steen and Nick Gage. Holy fuck. Now you've put that out, I want to see it. Right? WWE Raw Women's Title Match. Charlotte Flair defeated Rhea Ripley by disqualification. Two and a half stars. Rematch at Money in the Bank, and this match put me to sleep. Legitimately, I took a nap. You don't oh, yeah. That. Here's what I put. Oh, yes, right away, this match chapped my ass. Rhea has had the worst push since winning the belt. I wonder why. She had the worst push since Owen. Anyway, this was stuck in first gear and ended with bullied heel Charlotte being screwed over by valiant babyface champion. Seriously. What the fuck? You know who else needs to be on fucking Wednesday nights? Goddamn Rhea Ripley. Goddamn. What's her name on the Indies? What was it? I don't know. I can have to look. I heard Bailey walking on TV on Wednesdays there. Oh. WWE title Hell in a Cell match. Bobby Lashley defeated uh, Drew McIntyre to keep his belt. You'll never guess. Three and a half stars. But, Corey, I, I noticed you didn't say one yeah. match. Hey, where's... Uh, there should have been another big dog match. Where's oh. Ray and Roman? I'll get yeah. to that in a minute. This promised to be brutal, and I thought there was a chance we'd see something we've never seen before. I just didn't think it would be an actual stage hand. <laughs> Oh, yes. Now, Corey. Why is that, Corey? What, what do you mean about that? Well, <clears throat> Bobby, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Before you go there, yes. please, if you would, if, mm-hmm. if you will, if you yeah. will, recount the Jericho controversy, if you could, please. So, about a month Set ago, this up. they had, uh, what was it, uh, Blood and Guts. Yep. Essentially, yep. it's yep. a war games. War games. At uh, Daly's Place. At Daly's Place. Blood and Guts. They planned on a big ending of the match where MJF would shove Chris Jericho off the top of the cage. Mm-hmm. And Which he would he go through the entrance uh, area. Mm-hmm. And um, it's 2021, of course, there's going to be safety precautions. Jericho's old as fuck. He's 50. There's going to be safety precautions. Yeah. So yeah, they had a crash pad with uh, some cardboard that was made to look like yep. the grating. And it, it was pretty obvious when he fell. Yeah. It was an ob- I didn't get as worked up as everybody else because I was like, what'd you expect? It's no different than the a The rec- problem was them shooting it yeah, at the yeah. angle they did. And, and if it had been from across the ring, it would have been fine. And what have I always said? The one thing they need? Production. production. Oh, boy, it's bad. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it, but it deserved yeah. the, the, the razzing it got. It's, the, you know. Having said that. Having said that. <laughs> 
during this brutal Hell in a Cell match that that uh, pushed the will of both men to, to near to near just death, right? I mean, this was balls to the wall. <clears throat> Sarcastic as I may be. Bobby Lashley goes to choke slam Drew McIntyre from the apron of the ring to the floor. Yep. And there's you know there's a table there. Yep. Theoretic- theoretically, it's clear. It's never shown. Uh, what? So he what? does Wait, the choke slam. He does the choke slam. It doesn't go straight to him on the floor, but it goes to the floor, and we see there's a piece of broken table under or by his legs, and then we see an actual human hand move another piece of busted table from under the ring to above his head. Whose hand was it, though? Who's the third hand? Who's the third hand? <laughs> Maybe we should ask Alexa. She's controlling everybody these days. Um, I have a theory yeah. that it's uh, Mark Henry's kid. Could be. Either way, uh, AEW gets a pass. Because <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck? Because first of all, if there was an actual table set up there, yeah. that's a safe bump. It's a bump for they've two, all done. For two pros like yeah. that? There's no need to gimmick it. You put Mae Young through it. a fucking table. She was 109 years old. It astounds me what is going on here. Drew McIntyre, tough guy. He can take the bump. He'll be all right. Still, Lashley winning makes me hopeful for a Lashley-Lesnar match in Vegas. I'm not going to hold my breath. Or so, but you're missing a match. Ray and the big dog. Are oh, yeah, well, that happened on SmackDown. Wait, what? Yeah. So, so Fox is a... Uh, Less than happy? They're not getting their money's worth, and they've let McMahon know that. As I believe, uh, Corey, you said what happened before the deal started. So. Oh, I mean, it was Claire's day. I mean, come on. <laughs> who, who are we they already were not getting their money's worth. Who are we kidding? Uh, so, they uh, wanted that match moved to Fox to get some eyes on it, because okay. we're paying you a billion dollars. And that makes sense. It's a, uh, it's no, a I totally understand Good strategic it. move for I, uh, Fox. I totally understand it for Fox. There's a problem with that. Uh, also, but Fox was also pissed. Because, oh, by the way, you're not giving us anything for ratings on our show, but you sure are pubbing Peacock an awful lot on Fox. Um, you need to quit that the fuck out. Yep. 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 So they put the match on SmackDown, and you can guess how well that went over with NBC Universal, parent company of Peacock and USA Network, who were then incredibly pissed off because you took away the main event. Of your pay-per-view to put on Fox for free while we gave you a billion dollars to air your goddamn pay-per-views. Some nitro bullshit. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, and Ross sucks. By the way, they saw I mean, like, what are we doing? Jesus Christ. <laughs> so he's got both billion-dollar contracts bearing down on him like, look, you ain't giving a shit. Uh, this is not going to work. Damn, dog. He tried to make a little bit of it up on Monday, inexplicably, by putting Bobby Lashley and mid-card tag teamer Xavier Woods in a Hell in a Cell. There it is. Well, see, we gave Fox one. We'll give you one. It makes no fucking sense. It's no rhyme or reason. But here you go. They. It's not even that they don't know what they're doing anymore. Yep. They deliberately know what they're not doing. Yep. They know what they're... I'm just going <laughs> to... Ne- they know what they're doing. They like indulge it. me. Yep. Well, do you have a final verdict for the oh, show yeah, before I yeah, yeah. go on? Not embarrassing, but not fun. Run of the mill, plain, nothing happening. I hope fans coming back does something for this godforsaken company. Let's do a quick little exercise here. I'm not doing uh, jumping jack. So I'm going to go... Let's see. Undertaker. Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Mick Foley. Yep. Triple H. Mm-hmm. The Rock. Gotcha. Steve Austin. Okay. Charlotte Flair. Sasha Banks. Okay. All been Hell and Cell. Yep. Also Xavier Woods. <laughs> <laughs> so. One of these things does not. Uh, uh, if you're not down with that, I got two words for you. Deal with it. it it's like, um, I was watching. Uh, Jesus Here's Christ, like dude. a thing. WWE did a poll. They did like a thing of you pick from column A and column B. God. And it's like column uh, A, Triple H, Mankind, Rock, uh, uh, you know, uh, 
you know, like two other people, like big names, right? Column C, Roman, Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon, and no, uh, other stars like Kane. And just like, why is Shane McMahon in this thing? And then they're doing Money in the Bank. Which one of these people do you want in? And one of them is Jinder Mahal. Because, yeah, we want Jinder Mahal in the Money in the Bank. You do know that as of early 2021, uh, internally, on internal lists that uh, creative look at, uh, when they talk about the 10 uh, biggest superstars on WWE, that both Stephanie and Shane are in the top five. Either they're never on TV. So that's, that's cool. That's fun. Along with Roman, Drew... And uh, who was who was the other one in the in the top five? Oh, here here here's your, here's the thing. Who would you like to see compete in this year's Money in the Bank for the first time? Ginger Mahal, Riddle, Apollo, Eva Marie, Liv Morgan, and Amo, almost literally nobody on that list. Yeah, I just, I just, I'm tired of Money in the Bank. I'm oh. tired of their gimmicks. God. Damn, man. So, yeah, uh, that That's happened. terrible. You know, what I'm looking, you know what I'm looking more forward to in uh, July on pay-per-view? And I'm not kidding. Is the TNA uh, Ultimate X match at Slammiversary. Their gimmick match. That's intriguing. Where they put the belt above on two cables mm-hmm. and you got to climb out and get mm-hmm. it. And there's six very good wrestlers in that mm-hmm. match. That, to me, is easily... I'm anticipating that more than the fucking... Who the wrestlers? The champion, uh, Joshua Alexander, who is... Imagine Kurt Angle wrestling in 2021 in terms of the, he's like the amateur, got the mm-hmm. headgear, but he is fucking phenomenal. Uh, Ace Austin, who in two years will be somewhere else. One of the, yeah, and one of the best <laughs> workers in the business. Rohit Raju, who's a good worker. Um, TJP, uh, PD Williams, mm-hmm. and uh, the sixth is uh, Chris Bay. Hey, Bay Bay. Who uh, is a really good worker, too. Um, it's going to be a good match. Hell yeah. Dude, I, uh, it's like the one thing I regret never watching about TNA was the X Division. I love the X Division. It's, it's a what, fascinating concept. It's not going to be surprising to hear me say this, but it's what carried me through the first couple of years. Yeah. It was like, Mike, man, this shit is stupid. The booking is bad. But those two matches right there. Oh, <laughs> Holy so fuck, good. man. Um. But yeah, I'm looking more forward to that. I'm looking more forward to MLW's Battle Riot three in the ECW arena on July 11th. Then I am the four, it's like a 40 man Royal Rumble with the winner getting a title match. I'm looking more forward to uh, AEW's month long. <laughs> See, they're smart. Yeah, they got fucking hosed right with five weeks of Friday and Saturday night. So what did they do? Coming out of the gate in July. All four Wednesdays have themes, yep, yep. and they're all live Ooh. Uh, with, with full crowds. Well, who, as yeah. much as they can sell. Because that first week is Miami. and It's Miami. And WWE and AEW are both struggling in Miami. However, the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey, they've already got like 13,000 sold for AEW. Jesus. In Jersey. In Jersey? It's not really, it doesn't really sell like an AEW crowd. No. That's weird. Um... What's interesting, though? Did you hear about where they're going to be on September 22nd for Dynamite? No. This is very interesting. They're going to be at the Arthur Ashe Tennis... Uh, in in uh, New York? Yeah. For US Open? Yep. They're going to be... On Center Court? Yep. Yeah. They're going to be on Center Court. That's phenomenal. For, for Dynamite. That's phenomenal. Yeah. Because the way those arenas are built, there's crowd noise. Everybody is like, this is genius, and I can't wait. How do they manage to get this... Tony Khan said he's been working on it for a year. That's genius. Right? He's, he's very good at going places WWE's not going. He's, Man, he's looking for It's like the evolution looks. of the baseball stadium tour because those are giant and hard to yeah. deal with. I'm jacked. Don't know how many they're going to be able to sell because that's, that's a huge place. Jobin. Yeah. Might need to do a live watch of that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We might I'm need down. to bring that back. September 27th. Uh, I'm not afraid of... You know, bring, bring it back, baby. Damn, dude, that's craziness. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna be fucking cool. And and guys like LAX and and Eddie from Kingston, New York. who are from there, are so geeked. Oh my they're god, they're amped. 
It's going to be a special night. Uh, the best thing I see going on right now. And Andre Agassi in the crowd. That'd be awesome. John uh, McEnroe. On Twitter is. Oh, uh, if McEnroe's not there, they <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> is uh, Ryan Nemeth talking about how he uh, went on Twitter last night. Dolph Ziggler's brother. Yeah. And he went online and he's like. You know, it's late night, so no one's going to catch this, but I've never seen the Goofy movie. So, like, I woke up this morning to that tweet, and it's God like, damn it. and it's like, uh, Eddie Kingston retweet going, wrong! <laughs> <laughs> and now he's watching it. On, and Kingston's like, we did it! We get him to, we're, so Nemeth is doing a, uh, power line, dog. He's doing a tweet, like, he's tweeting his feed. I'm good you brought him up. I am so happy for Ryan Nemeth in AEW. Talk about a guy who, I don't know about Dolph. I don't know, like, what kind of a guy he really is. He seems like an okay guy. I mean, I don't like his, like, uh, don't tread on me, ultra-right shit. But, you know, whatever. To each their own. Um, But his brother, I'm really glad he's getting a chance in AEW because they're letting him be him. But more importantly, do you guys know the backstory on how he's never around? No. Go on. So, what happened is that he's like one of the few guys in the business that actually stands up to his for his principles yeah. and what's right. He's been cocked blocked from WWE for for voicing up about things in developmental that was bad. He was basically cocked blocked from the indies forever because he was the one guy talking about how Joey Ryan's a piece of shit for dec for a decade yep. before everything happened. So for him to finally get a shot somewhere where he can just go is awesome. I remember that name now. <laughs> also, uh, Mr. Rule, I don't know if you know this, uh, one uh, Nikki Cross is a superhero now. She's now wearing a superhero cape and an outfit and the mask and doing like the black, eye- black eyeshadow to uh, make her have the mask because this is something that she wanted to do. Well, no. Because she empowers the fans. It's more like, I mean, that's that's the storyline. Or, I mean, not storyline, but that's the that's the PR that they're giving it. But it's more it's more like she realized if I don't do this goofy shit and come up with something like that, I'm never going to be on TV. So, yes, I want to be a superhero who empowers the fans now. And but you know what? It worked. She's on TV. You know, at the end of the day, it's about getting those ducats. I mean, you can't blame her. Nope. They don't want to sit and catering. No. Might have been fine for Zack Ryder for a decade, but most people don't want it. It's because his only ambition is to collect uh, figurines and, and get murdered by Nick Gage. And when you have the fiancé that he has, it boggles my mind that uh, that's not the 1,000% focus of his daily life. Mm, I feel like... Cigarines come into play. <laughs> All I'm gonna say. Yeah. All I'm gonna say. Uh, do you guys agree with Shiki? Is that the Paul George is worse than George Costanza? <laughs> yes. Hello, Shiki. Well, I mean, George Costanza is top three. George. George. Is, yeah. I would love. I would say to spend a Sunday afternoon hanging out with Shiki, drinking beers, watching and NFL football. Watching NFL football. <laughs> yeah. I love his tweeting during the NFL season. It's especially. so good, dude. It's like holy fuck. I'm just imagining Shiki with, with a 12th pack of a beer of his choice and fucking the red ticket or whatever the crap it is. Just, yes, I want that. Oh, God damn it. That, that is an a experience I'd bid on for charity. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, AEW had the debut of uh, one uh, Brock Anderson. <laughs> How dare you? That's his name. He needs to hit the weight room a little bit. He does. Uh, he, ha- he, he looks like he looks or like Arn. Or get a Arne. penis tattooed on his chest. He, lo- he looks like Arn, but looks like Arn in you know, nineteen eighty three. Yeah. Only he Arn had more definition. Like this guy, just look. He's never Dude. been in a gym. Arn, like Steve Austin, to their last year of the career was cut. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. It's just, and I'll tell you what. I don't know if he's gonna be any good or not. It's his first ever match. But the bomb sucks. But bomb. I'll be damned if there weren't flashes where it's like, oh, he moves just like his dad. 
Like you could see it's there. There was a lot. punch and hit a DDT and turn on a motherfucker. He did. That's all he, it's all he, he needs. did. The DDT. He did the DDT. He. How was it? It was great. It was, he, it was one of the moments where I'm like, oh, that's ours. But did he, he turn on anybody yet? No. no. What's he, he waiting for? He should have turned on Rhodes. What is he waiting for? He should have turned question. on Rhodes. Good question. You've been. You've had a match, Doug. What are we doing? The entire time. You're an Anderson. Come on. The, on the, the entire time when they announced <laughs> it was going to be. Uh, Aaron Solo and QT Marshall versus Rhodes and uh, Anderson. Everyone's like, so he's turning on him, right? So he's turning on him, right? Dear God, <laughs> please, baby Jesus, turn on him. Turn on him. He doesn't. Got, shit. Gotta love JR here, by the way. Uh, when Tony Schiavone, keeping up with the gimmick, is like, oh, by the way, yeah, no, he, he demands we call him QT Marshall now. And JR's just like, no, I'm not doing it. Nope. Normand Smiley. <laughs> yep. Well, when he was a heel in Ring of Honor, it was QT Marshall, mm-hmm. God's gift to wrestling. Yep. And uh, but Jared, real quick, I ain't doing it. That's on brand. <laughs> Jungle Jack boy checks out for uh, also Jared. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't drop it. Uh, he didn't expose anything because yeah. apparently the guy had become more open with admitting it. However. During Dynamite, he threw me for a fucking loop uh, uh, uh. when MJF punched Dean Malenko and Jim Ross said, God damn him, he's got Parkinson's disease. And I was like, excuse me? Jesus Christ. So uh. yes, that's how I found out Dean Malenko, the man of a thousand holds, has been battling Parkinson's disease for about seven years now. What a fucked up way to find out. Jesus Christ. I mean, at least, at least that's not how Dean found out. Yeah, right. JR drops that line. This, ref just, this doctor says he has Parkinson's. I should probably tell him. Goddamn. I got an idea. I'll do it during Boobster. the match. Boobster. Uh Damn. Well, power to you, Dean. So AEW yeah. is doing that. It's on Saturday night this week, and it's going to be uh, Jungle Boy Jack versus Kenny Omega for the title. They have a lot to live up to with Saturday Night Dynamite. Of course, uh, the one time they've had a Saturday Night Dynamite before was the infamous Dynamite from last year where Brody Lee... Annihilated Cody to win the TNT title, and then the whole Dark Order beat the fuck out of the Nightmare Factory and, and left them all laying and smashed the title. Yeah, smash, smash. Um, I think Kenny Omega versus Jungle Boy is going to be a fucking ridiculously fantastic match. He's gonna try to make that kid so much. He uh, Omega. You think he's ready? No, not for that part. He's fine for this match. He's not ready to be a consistent top so, guy so, yet. So, so, I mean, do you think he can hang in this match? Yes. 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 I think so. And I If think you go back and watch the da- uh, Dax mm-hmm. match with him. with him a couple months ago on Dynamite, yeah, uh, he's going to kill it. And Omega is going to do above everything in his power to make that kid look like $1,000. Is Omega working out again? Let's hope so. We don't know. You know, I found out about that. I found out about that. Yeah. It is because it's a shoot. It's not a storyline. He is in tremendous pain. Yeah. So much so that he's uh, been thinking retirement. Not as a storyline, but as like a, if I don't do something. So he needs some time off. Yes. And that couldn't come at a worse time. When he has all the Omega. belts. He's got all the belts. It's yep. built all around him and it's working. Yep. And his body is failing him. That's unfortunate. Yep. They need to do some type of, I know they're trying to do some type of storyline of like, hey. We'll keep him off, and so we have the minions do it, but it's like they need to do make it a little bit longer. Yeah. Like, he's wrestling this match. We'll see how long until his next match. It's fine to, to draw it out. You have said many a time, sir, the world champion does not need to wrestle and should wrestle on TV. I agree. I think he'll wrestle this match, and then I know he's booked at Slammiversary. Mm-hmm. Take on Sammy Callahan, and he's booked at. Oh, that's uh, pay-per-view. That's fine. Yeah, and he's booked at Triple Mania against in August against pay-per-view against yeah. Andrade El Elidolo. So that's three matches, but that's three matches that are spaced apart, yeah. at least a couple weeks yeah. and like a month for those last two. As long as he's not adding tons of shit. Yeah, have the. You got the good brothers there. Mm-hmm. Have them fucking meddle with the people that he's shooting with. Have him have them lose the matches to set up the original Omega match. That's what you have them for. Yep. That's what you got the bucks for. Um, yeah. No, it wouldn't take a genius. Like, to me, like, 
knowing what's going on with him, if I'm Tony Khan, my number one uh, mission right now is to protect my world champion. Yep. Because you need him. Because there are obvious plans, and he's the hottest star in the, in the business right now. Moxley is not back yet. Yep. I still get the feeling Hangman Page is the guy beating him, and he's nowhere near heated up yet. So you need Omega around. Yeah. Yeah, Hangman's busy with the uh, Dark Order still. Uh, what else were you talking about? So I, I'll, I'll bring the depressing stuff in now. <laughs> Damn. So I watched. No, I watched on Vice. They did the China China documentary. I have not watched this yet. And to be honest, like I said in the text, this is even more depressing than almost any Dark Side of the Ring, because what they do is they show, um, they show footage of the documentary that they did. So what they were going to do is a full year documentary of China. She was in Japan for four years, and then she came back, and then they were going to film her from beginning to end and start to, like, bring her back, try and get her back in the Comic-Cons and this and this. And so the director had this mindset of, we're going to do that day by day. And then he's like, yeah, that went out the window after four hours because of China's manager, who is her spirit leader, mind leader, you know, like running her life. Distrucity. Oh, fuck. She had a Colonel Parker. God yes, damn it. But like, so this is like just depressing because it's just like the, it's, it's it's a two hour thing. And it's like just showing, you know, highlights, clips of her on Howard Stern when she's breaking down. Does it? Does it go into the theories around the time she died where the manager might have had something to do with it? No, but they do have... Do you remember those? Yes. Because it was a little weird. So the so it goes like this. She calls... like She posts a video on social media and has a black eye. And so the manager's like, uh, something's wrong. This is what this is, but this is when but he's do, this is when he's doing the candid stuff. Yeah. Then the director, she calls him and he's he's like, yeah, oh yeah, I was drugged up. Like you had the you had they interviewed the director, they interviewed the cameraman, and the cameraman became like good friends with her. And the fucking the director just get fucking uh, what was it heroin like he just got like heroined up and shit and just you could just like it's just depressing because like you can he's just like he's just at one point at, at the end he's like yeah I think I helped killed her because of the fact that I just wasn't I was just uh-huh yep uh-huh yeah Jesus. uh-huh and then so then they talked to the camera guy who's like who became good friends with her and he's just like so this is what the manager did showed up with his own camera crew to the day when she died and he has footage of China dead. They don't show that. That's suspicious. But he has footage of her laying in the bed. Is it the first day he'd had his own camera crew? Uh, yes, the new one. That's suspicious as fuck. Oh, I have my own camera crew. Let's go see what Joni's up to. That's fucked up. So they have that, and then they, they interview her, her mom, and like he's like, she's like, okay... Have her cremated and then give put fifty in the ocean and give me the other half. Mm-hmm. He has some of it, and then he did a one of those like, "Come meet China funeral." Take your photo with the urn with China's bedazzled name. It is a Colonel Parker. Holy fuck! Uh, I got stories about Elvis dying to make your skin crawl. It was just, it was just, it was just super depressing, just because of Ugh. it's, it's a watch, but it's just like two hours of just being like they bring up the Triple H stuff, they bring up her, like her on clips on talk shows, uh, trying to do that. They bring up her doing porn. Uh, so it looks like. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's it's just a really depress. It's, it's good. But it's just like depressing as fuck. But it's depressing as fuck. 
just because like you they do like the candid one-on-ones with everybody and you can just tell the manager is just a piece of shit piece of shit Jesus Christ and they bring you know and like I said they bring up like this is the idea and then he's like yeah me and the the director and the manager got in an argument within three hours because they wanted to take it slow while the manager's like I got you set up for a comic con I got you set up for this I got you set up for that instantly instantly and just like no no we need to rush her and she's like yeah I'm wiped uh, because of the time the flight from Japan yeah that's that sounds terrible yeah it was I mean it sounds like a gripping show but it is uh, Jesus it's just yeah it's just one of those things just like we means that the producer watched it and was just like this might be just more depressing than any of the Dark Side of the Rings you know what you can also blame Dark Side of the Rings for, uh, Corey? Uh, so yeah. they have Dark Side of the Ring, yeah. Dark Side of Pro Football. They're not good. And now, Everyone on Twitter is like, this fucking show is and, terrible. And now, guys, <laughs> they have Dark Side of the 90s. Oh, my God. It'll be better than the football one. Because they can mine all the sh- terrible shit that would happen in the 90s. Michael Jackson... Gulf War. If it's like I love the I 90s, just feel like I'm it's going to be a lot of Clinton musician Gage, drug Cobain overdoses. killing himself. It's going to be a lot of Tupac that. and Biggie. Um, Monica Lewinsky in the dress. Sounds terrible. Did you see Monica Lewinsky today? No. That intern? No. Who fucked up? I can't. Remember, I, I can't remember what the intern did now, but uh, Monica Lewinsky tweeted out that we just said it gets better. <laughs> That's all. P.S. Don't wear a bidet. <laughs> she, um... So good. She, uh, I've seen some of her stuff retweeted before. She's got a sense of humor. Yeah, She's, you have to. Yeah. At this point, man. Um, yeah. Uh, we have uh, NXT bringing back Great American Bash for a NXT night special. July 6th. As it's going to be M- uh, MS- M3K. MSK. Buddy. MSK. There we go. I was close. Versus uh, Thatcher and Ciampa. Ooh. And in a straight up wrestling match. Greatest match of all time. Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Because, yeah, after the match they had at a takeover, that's how you end it with a straight wrestling match. What the fuck? So. At least it's not hell. It's just one of those things. <laughs> Yo. So it's like As you were brought up earlier in the show NBC's pissed about Peacock I mean uh, USA's being pissed about Peacock Being pubbed all the time So what no, do we Foxes. do Foxes So we give Fox a hell on sale USA's pissed because Fox gets the hell on the sale So Fox gets the uh, USA gets the hell on sale Yeah but I mean I hope that there's somebody with a brain At NBC Universal Because they got Lashley against Xavier Woods In a non-title man. It's not the same. It's like watching WCW, and so like uh, during the Monday Night War stories, you have Rock versus Austin, right? Or Rock versus Triple H. Well, we're gonna top that. We're gonna give you uh, Glacier. No, we're gonna give versus you versus the Giants. We're gonna give you Hulk Hogan, Hollywood Hogan versus Rick Fuller. Uh, okay, that is what they're gonna give us. On Nitro. Patty Stonegrinder. Patty Stonegrinder, everybody. It's like, they're lost. They're, they're fucking lost. It's, it's, to me, this is what WCW, it's, like, WWE right now is what WCW looks like if they survived. They're doing the credit card now. Mm-hmm. You can get yourself the bright red WWE looks like the Wolfpack logo. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're right. WWE right now is WCW 2000 if it just didn't die. It just... Continued sputtering along with no worry of going out of business, but no ability to do anything good. Or just the want to improve. Yeah. They don't have that. Yeah. Because there is no incentive for them to improve. It's they got their of, money. It doesn't it's matter. one of those things I'm kind of looking forward to. See how they do. I, I can't wait for live fans for WWE product for them to shit on WWE They're product. They're not going to. They're not the to, first week. They're going to mute. I know for no. the first week. So the first week, they're not. The second week, they're going to mute them and turn the volume up. I'm surprised they're going live again to, for Raw's and SmackDowns, considering how everybody in the upper management and Seth Rollins loves the idea of being able to uh, 
manipulate the uh, storyline in a empty arena. Yep. I mean, Vince loves it. He thinks it's the he's been waiting for. I think it's just the thought of, oh, we're a wrestling company, so we have to be live. Everyone well, else is going else to is be. Live. Um, I, 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 I hate. I, uh, it's like one of those things of as the years proceed since what, like two years ago when I'm like, WWE's going to turn around. And now it's like, fuck them. They're done. They lost my son. Fuck. I mean, yeah, they're losing. He's in their dem- key demographic. Yep. He's like, damn good. When's Dynamite on? That's terrible. That's all we do. <laughs> yeah. when's, when's Dynamite on? Oh, I'll terrible. follow. I follow NXT. I follow SmackDown and Raw. I watch SmackDown here and there. Raw is a, a Twitter follow. I'll know what's happening on SmackDown in yep. some days. And I'll watch probably at least half of a month. Like, I'll watch two of the four weeks. I never watch Raw. I watch NXT while I'm working because I have time to kill while doing chats. So I'll have my phone on the, the, the next morning when it drops on the Peacock. The only WWE show that I watch weekly to follow is NXT UK because I actually like it. That's it. That's one hour. So. Yeah. It's, um, it's... It's like it, it sucks. It just sucks. It's we're going to do run through. Like, so, like at Money in the Bank, it's going to be Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston because Kofi challenges him on Raw. And because I, I and I and, and they're doing the storyline like off air. The fact that uh, MVP and Bob, Bobby are like, well, you never got your rematch against Brock and. Kofi Mania was a thing, but you let it die, so we feel pity for you. Plus, it brings. Plus, he mentioned Brock, mm-hmm. which is what Lashley wants. And let's face facts: they're not going to, they're not <sighs> going to do Drew another month. Hell in a Cell finished it. He's talking about Brock Anderson. God damn it! Damn it. I mean, look how they're pushing Dominic. Why not? <laughs> just bring him in. Fuck. Dominic got yeeted out of the fucking ring. Yeet. Let's just make them the two dominant stars. Brock Anderson running rough shot on Raw, Dominic controlling SmackDown. God damn. Um, but they're not gonna do Drew another month, and they're not gonna do a big surprise when SummerSlam's just the next month. Because they want summer. So this is just a filler month. This for is both a filler shows. month. So the only thing I'm looking forward to, and it's every year, and it's that Money in the Bank match because they're actually doing decent people so far for Smack for Raw. It's Riddle. Uh, Ricochet, Ricochet, and, and John Morrison. And John Morrison. So and, but then here's the people they put in the match every time. But here's the shitty part. Next week it's going to be a uh, last chance for everybody. So the losers of the match. So, uh, so Orton's getting in that. Orton. Thing. So yep. him and Riddle can turn on each yeah, other. Yeah, Orton, yep. AJ, and uh, I think it was Elias. Sure, why not? How, how is he still employed? Oh, not only is he still employed. Oh, sir. He was working with Jackson Riker. Remember that guy? The oh, Forgotten yeah. Sons? Because it's WWE. Jackson Riker is the baby face. And, and Elias is the well, heel. I mean, and on Monday. More ways than one with this. And on Monday, we're having a strap match. While, I can't anymore. While Corey's boy, Mansoor, is going to start a feud with uh, Mustafa Ali. Matches uh, will be decent. As he calls, Ollie it. can carry him. <laughs> he cut. They showed like the, the raw. The WWE showed the promo. Uh, the highlights of is Riker talking to Mansoor, and then he walks up to uh, Ali. He's just like, I guess my life in Raw right now is just a creative player on Raw versus SmackDown because <laughs> he's talking to somebody and then moves on to somebody else. I uh, remember when we. This group is such diehards and has been for such a long time. We sat through and watched Raw through the Authority era, where they were f- literally fucking people over on pay-per-views monthly. Yep. On purpose. Yep. And we still watch. Yep. And then the doldrums of Seth Rollins' title reign, and we still watched. Gender Mahal as champion. We still watched. We still watched. Corey, you watched all of 95. Yeah. Yeah. 95. And most of 97. But this... Can't. 
I, I, I can't either. Oh, this is, it's like when I it's like there's things of like I turn on Twitter and I go to it and see what's up and uh and um all of a sudden it's just like I just get like depressed and sad of like why are we doing this? I was looking last night and I was scrolling through I'm like Lashley against Kofi or no against uh Xavier. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm good. When when the mat when it's <laughs> it's like I'm watching Raw and then all of a sudden it's like our next match is going to be uh like Rhea Ripley or uh, it's like Charlotte versus Mandy I'm like and I'm done. <laughs> yep, done. And uh, I don't know. Then I think Char- and Charlotte's going to taking on Rhea again at Money in the Bank. She's probably going to win it. I just wish people I just wish people would quit bullying Charlotte. Um, she's yeah. not. She's trying to live her own life and career, and not trying to live off her dad. Uh-huh. It's not like she has his theme song, his robe, his mannerisms, his moves, his last name. No, none of that. <laughs> no, 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 about that. She's still trying to be her own person. Yeah. I'm just surprised they haven't teamed her with Tamina and. Uh, oh, you sh- and Natty you, have oh, them on. be a. Feud, you a, know a goddamn well they probably did, and she turned that shit down. Listen, we can do the Legends faction. Nope, we're good. Remember what she did with Baszler? Yeah. yeah Supposed yeah. to win that Rumble. But no, I need to win the Rumble. It's important for me to win it, for you guys. It's because I have these giant titties. And these and giant titties need to go over. And a huge sense of entitlement. Because giant titties. The complete opposite of her dad. Yeah. Just walk on to uh, Wednesday nights. Okay, Charlotte. No! <laughs> no! Oh, How dare you? My bad, my bad, my bad. Walk on to anything else that's not television. You want to be a fucking she actress? Is. She's going to be on uh, the Punky Buster cool, or something, that. I think. Yeah, you she wants to be an actress. Along. That's fine. Cool. I'm, I hope you're successful. I don't watch a lot of movies. Cool. <laughs> I'll probably never watch her. She'll be in Fast 10. No, don't you fucking dare. Take it over for Charlie's Theron. How dare you? No. <laughs> if she's going to get in there, you know, she's going to... One of the scenes will be her just totally beating the fuck out of Vin Diesel. Do something The Rock couldn't do. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Roasted. How fucking dare you? Don't don't put bad juju. Real quick, before no. we end up here. Yeah. I saw John Cena in an interview. Yeah. Uh, earlier this morning is when I read it. I don't know when the... Did you know. drop a hard end bomb? No, uh, he was, uh, of course, promoting F9. Yep. And he said something that I don't necessarily agree with, but I'm not the movie person. Okay. He said, in his own words, he brought it up. And I quote. That he's uh, he made terrible movies for his entire film career until now. Now is his chance to do that. That's what he said. He's like, he made some nothing but terrible damn movies that he's embarrassed to have done, but that's what he did. Well, well, I, I enjoyed The Marine. I enjoyed 12 Rounds. 12 Rounds was decent. Yeah. He's fucking hilarious in Trainwreck. The rest of them, they're fucking bad. Yeah. So he, well, I didn't say he had an exemplary. Because he's in Bumblebee and all that. Like, so here's the thing. And that's you know, okay. And it's okay. I've never seen it. What about uh, the cock block or... Oh, uh... Blockers. 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 Uh, that, that was so decent. decent. The star of that movie is the, the girl who played his daughter. Yeah. yeah. Holy fuck. He does take... Watch he does, the movie for her. He Broken does, left hand. He does do a uh, beer bong in his butthole. So... <laughs> this is accurate. Yeah. He butt chugs a beer. But it's funny, because it's like <laughs> what The Rock does. Like, this is like... He's going the Rock route. I watch Blockers. Wasn't like, he those stepdads or... What's he was the daddy's... Daddy's... Uh, daddy's home daddy's or something? Home. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he did make that terrible firefighter movie for kids. That was supposed to be for kids. Yeah. The but, less we say but about hear, that. But hear me out. I had not Michael Key in that. He's going Rock route, because Rock did Rundown. Good movie. Great, great fucking good, great movie. Great fucking movie. Walking Tall, I enjoyed it. I didn't mind okay. Walking Tall. I liked it. But Rock doesn't peak well, until forget, Fast Five. Don't no. Be, don't forget Be Cool. He's he was great, great, he's great be, cool. be Cool. Never seen it. I know, I know he's good. <laughs> yeah, I've heard he's, he's good. Have you seen Get Shorty? No. Uh, 
Too Shorty when it came out, I was... <laughs> get Shorty, not Too Shorty. I did see Get Shorty. Uh, too Short's a rapper from the Bay Area. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was... When Get Shorty uh, came out, what was it, 95? Five. Five. So I was, you know... I mean, I, I saw it way a lot I've never 95. seen it. I've never seen it. <laughs> Just never caught my interest. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a good movie. It is a good movie. He's good and be cool. But uh, like I was saying, he was good in all these movies, but once he hit Fast Five... That's when the stardom came out. Then he got all the major roles. He was going slowly up. Yep. Until Doom. Then yep. he hit Doom. Then, he, then, did he, like, then he did like South, Southland Tales and then stuff like that. And that was a smart one to do, though. Because you always want to have that one really weird cult classic sci-fi movie on your thing. Because Yeah, because he was going up. He was going up. You know, he hit it out of the park with Rundown. And then... But then he did like Scorpion t- King sucks. Scorpion King, yeah. Then terrible. he did then he did Tooth Fairy and then he started doing like those like straight to Blu-ray movies that you never knew came out. <laughs> yeah, like you know, Empire State or Fire Faster. With, uh, the dumb Hemsworth, I believe. Yeah. Faster and Empire State, yeah. I saw Faster Liam. in theaters. Oh. I never knew it went into theaters, that's the thing. Gridiron Gang. I like Gridiron Gang. Was was I don't decent. mind that. Uh, I saw the game plan, you know, the Disney kid. I saw that in theaters. Yeah. It's the Zen one to see it. It's not terrible, but well, it's, I mean, she does love Aaliyah. To me, it felt it's not my cup of tea. To no. me, game plan felt like four hours when I saw it in theaters. I'm like, God, this is forever. But again, strategically, ultra smart movie to yeah. make. Yeah, yeah. Sure. get that Disney money up. Then, yeah, th- then ice, he did last last uh, last like uh, race the rich mountain. But then he hit Fast Five, and then it just started going like you know. Uh, yeah. All the movies he's doing, then it's like, okay. Now he's the biggest motherfucker on earth. Yes, he but he's is. starting to come down a little bit. The movie choices, like, what's that one? Like, skyscraper was not. That's decent. Was not. It's didn't not. Do it's, well, it, it's decent. That and Rampage, decent. Oh, come on. Decent. And then he's got one coming out this year. It's a remake. Jung, it's a Jungle Cruise, yeah. finally. And then he's doing Black Adam. Um. And then there's rumors. Jumanji was good. Jumanji was good. And Corey. Yeah. Hello, hello. Rumor has it mm-hmm. he's go- has he's it. going to star in a little remake. Smokey the Bandit. No, no. Big Trouble in Little China. Yep, yep. I've heard it. I'm scared Ooh, because boy, Joe knows that hits close. Right here, that's close. Right here, I'm coming soon. Big Trouble Little Podcast. I wish. But, uh, God damn you guys, it! You guys fucked up, Joe. I did it. You fucked up. I was outnumbered. It just, I know. You're in charge. He better <laughs> come correct. Uh, yes, I know. Yeah. Is he playing the Douglas? Yeah. Oh, come Russell. on. Russell. Or Russell. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, of course he's. No. Yeah, he's, he's playing. Be low pan. He's, yeah, he's, he's Jack <laughs> Burton, the, lead, the driver of the Park Chop so Express. There's no chance it's good, right? No, it will I be. Mean, there's I pray there's just, no chance it's good. I hope so because that's that's near and dear to my heart. Yes. Uh, Park Chop Express. Not only baby. is it Big Trouble in Little China, but it's, it's all Kurt Russell. It's all in the. Fu- <laughs> if, it's all in the reflex. You come correct when you're doing anything with Kurt Russell. Yeah, but he's awesome in the Fast movies. Yes, he is. Mr. Nobody. See? see? Yes. Yeah. So, and I will have to see those ones eventually because I want to see every movie Kurt Russell makes. Uh, if you want, you can borrow my uh, DVDs. I was just going to say, I'm probably going to have to do that eventually. Once I finish the Bond movies, I've got, you got five left. Nine years of that. Yeah. Well, I've got five left. Jesus. I'm up to the Dana last Frank. Brosnan one. Then they got Daniel Craig. Then right? I got the four Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. What was this? What was the space between Brosnan and Craig? How, how many three years? years. Was it only really? three years? Yeah. 2002, 2005. 2002? Yeah. Brosnan did one in 2002. Oh, Brosnan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's fucking early for Daniel Craig. Jesus. Might have been four. Craig might have been 06. 06. Woo! It's after, yeah. it's after my senior year. Yeah. But, okay. Welcome to, welcome to Big Trouble, a little podcast. Should have been, Joe. Should have been. Should have been. Should have been. Should have been. But let's uh, wrap this show up, shall we? Because wrestling sucks lately, and we can talk about movies. Because the boys are saying Fast Nine, baby. Today? Oh, and you can you can listen to what we dun, think about dun, that dun, on dun. Uh, uh, Fake Movie Experts, and from for some from from us next week on the No Self. I don't get that name, Fake Movie Experts. It sounds like you're dogging yourselves, kind of. Well, we or should have gone listen, big trouble podcast. Listen, they fucked up. Listen. I try to be I blame, trouble, I blame no good keys for that. To be I honest. blame no good keys. I blame no good keys. It just sounds like you're not putting yourselves over. It's an interesting tactic. 
Uh, Jeff would never pick that name. Jeez. I, Jeff yeah, would have been called guys. Jeff Max Big Cock Reviews Movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great no, name for a podcast. <laughs> Jeff Max Big, Big Cock, Cock Reviews Movies. J M B C. Big Cock of a Generation. Yeah. Oh, fuck. All right, let's wrap Put that on a one up. Let's wrap that one up. Uh, you can listen to all of our podcasts at nosoentainment.com. That's right, nosoentainment.com. If you couldn't listen to us live, you fucked up! And go back to nosoentainment.com. And also, you can listen to the new No So podcast, Jeff Max, Big Cock Reviews Movies. And like always, you can listen to that one. Is the next blog Jeff Max, Big Cock Invades Tokyo? It might. But you can <laughs> listen to all of our podcasts and Jeff's at. No. <laughs> you can see Jeff's package on YouTube. And you can see that on YouTube. And you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to podcasts. Of 16 9 ratio. <laughs> the letterbox, that shit. <laughs>